0: Here's our spoiler-free review of the DCEU's Black Adam. At this point, we've seen roughly 19 million superhero movies of all shapes, sizes, and stripes. It's so many that we can't, much as the filmmakers might wish us to, take each one purely on its own merits. Each one is compared, favorably or not, against what came before. Iron Man had a much easier job than Thor Love and Thunder. The DCEU has doubled the pressure. We compare them not only to other movies in its own franchise, but against the MCU and Sony Spider-Man spinoffs. It's not fair, but that's 2022. The long gestating Black Adam, the latest such entry, has several things in its favor. A huge global star in Dwayne Johnson and characters audiences haven't seen on the big screen before. While a lot of the movie works, the whole can't quite escape the messiness of trying to add to or even jumpstart a franchise rather than tell a good story. While this review is going to stay mostly spoiler-free, if you want to remain completely unaware and not see anything… shocking, say Shazam and fly off out of here. Shazam! Alright folks, there's no two ways about it. Black Adam has a tone problem. You notice this in the first few minutes of the movie. We get a historical backstory of a young slave in the fictional country of Kondok who fights the tyranny of the evil king and eventually gets the powers of the Shazam wizards. We then cut to modern-day Kondok, where the high-tech mercenary faction Intergang has the country under military occupation. Kondok has a high quantity of a fancy blue mineral that does some such. It's here we meet Adriana Tamaz, played by Sarah Shahi, who wants to retrieve a crown from ancient times, and during a skirmish with Intergang and a turncoat associate, she awakens Teth Adam, played by Dwayne Johnson, the fabled champion of Kondok. Teth Adam then obliterates Intergang with enough ruthless efficiency to make the Spanish Inquisition jealous. These first few scenes really make it seem like the movie's going to go for the usual dark and gritty versions of anti-heroics. Not so. Well, not entirely. After Teth Adam falls in with Adriana and her brother and son, he destroys some more mercs, this time in the center of the city. This draws the attention of Amanda Waller, played again by Viola Davis, who calls in Hawkman, who's played by Aldous Hodge, to capture this high-level threat. Hawkman then brings in a small battalion of Justice Society members, including his old friend Dr. Fate, played by Pierce Brosnan, and new recruits, Cyclone, played by Quintessa Swindell, and Adam Smasher, played by Noah Centineo. Hawkman is very much of the mind that heroes never kill, and since Adam kills people, he must be a villain. At this point, I thought, oh, I was wrong. This is a movie for younger people, clearly. Sure, the beginning is violent, but the tone now feels a lot more comedic, a lot more focused on youthful exuberance, and right over wrong. Given the movie's ties to Shazam!, it makes sense. Adriana's Sun has a very John Connor in Terminator 2 dynamic with Teth Adam, and Adam Smasher is a big goof, so that must just be it. And yet, that didn't seem right either. This is my main issue with Black Adam. It feels like two or three different movies all vying for supremacy. One movie is an occupied country looking for its savior in the form of this fabled mythical hero. Another is about an ancient demigod attempting to balance his own inner rage and murderous impulses to find the path toward heroism. And yet another is a Justice Society team-up movie that features fun action and cameos while teaching a broader lesson about how traditional superheroism is naive in the face of real-world evils. Of those, the movie that works the best for me is the Justice Society one. The dynamic between the members is a lot of fun, and with only four members, they each get moments to shine. Hodge's Hawkman comes to the fore as the second lead of the movie and owns that spot, while Brosnan's Dr. Fate has by far the best scenes. The problem is, this isn't a JSA movie, it's Black Adam. Somehow, and despite having damn Dwayne The Rock Johnson as the lead, Adam is astoundingly one-note. Most of his actual story and character development comes either in flashback or through narration. The scenes of Adam on screen are basically just him looking grim and then punching or shooting lightning at people. One also can't ignore just how oddly stitched together everything is. The degree to which scenes require characters to deliver 80-yard lines just to tell us what's going on is staggering. Hardly any scenes, especially early on, are allowed to breathe, and only the JSA members get quieter moments of reflection or self-doubt. This is a problem when you've set up your lead character to be all-powerful and all-confident. Adam comes out of the tomb fully formed and able to speak perfect English and uninterested in learning anything. That said, if you are a DC fan who has been excited to see these characters on the big screen engaging in action, you won't be entirely disappointed. The fight scenes are fast and generally exciting, and it feels in mostly a good way like matches from the Injustice video games. I also felt like the end of the movie works a lot better than the beginning, despite the usual superhero movie weak villain problem. So while it wasn't nearly as bad as I feared, it's not Morbius or anything. It's not a triumph either. Black Adam is a movie that just can't decide on an identity, a point of view, or a message. Is killing good or bad? Are the Justice Society allies or colonizers? Do the people of conduct need a champion, or can they do it themselves? The movie never reaches anything like a satisfactory conclusion, but you can bet DC and Warner Brothers hope you won't notice. As much as I like the JSA and The Last Act worked for me, I can only give Black Adam 2.5 stars out of 5, with the caveat that I'd watch a hell of a lot more of this JSA in action. But tell us, what do you think? Are you going to see Black Adam? What's been your favorite DCEU movie so far? Let us know in the comments below, and for more of the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com.